0: Prepare yourself to ingest current events, pop culture, and politics with a side of Latin flair.
1: Vaches. I, I don't have to show you any stinking vaches.
0: This is the Chris Salcedo Show on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: All right, midway through the week. Glad you've tuned in, everybody, here to the Chris Salcedo Show. A uh, different week. Same old, same old from... The Washington, D.C. Press Corps, and we'll get into that coming up on the program, and uh, plenty of other bits, tidbits of information that I've got get out to you today. First off, the bit, the first bit of information is how to get in touch with the show, AAA 933 888 900 3393 If that's uh, how you want to get in touch with us. If you're um, maybe in the millennial generation, or something that's really in Generation X and really hip... <laughs> try try uh, social media uh, twitter first off at chris salcedo tx at C H R I S S A L C E D O T X, as in texas you can go to the facebook page which is the chris salcedo show you do a general search up there in the in the search bar on facebook you'll find us that way Catching the show live is easy to do, theblaze.com slash radio, if you're at your desktop, or the Blaze Radio smartphone app, or iHeartRadio apps are available for download for free for you, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher, just in case you can't catch us, uh, either on your drive home on the East Coast, or uh, just getting ready to call it quits for the day or just coming off of lunch on the West Coast, uh, the SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher also allows you to binge listen to all the programming here. Uh, on the blaze radio network including the chris salcedo show where we dismantle liberal ideology one issue at a time and a lot of issues out there that are that are taking place as you and i are speaking and a lot of it's surrounding the press now we played some of this audio for you yesterday and april ryan is her name and i'm astonished the great the rule of thumb For those who are who are real journalists is don't become the story. Don't become the story. You are not the story. The story is supposed to be about what you're reporting on. And you're supposed to be out there speaking truth to power no matter who's in power. If uh, if you are an actual journalist. But now now those who stand up to. uh, Donald Trump. uh, have celebrity status. Among their peers in the biased press, we'll start off with uh, Sean Spicer. Yesterday, we played some of the sound bites uh, as it was coming in off the off of the press briefing yesterday from the White House. And Sean Spicer, I think it's, and, and I'm not being disparaging when I say this, I think he lost it yesterday. And you got to understand, these guys are human too. It's been well; they know they've been under investigation since July, but almost instantaneously after. After the election was won by Donald Trump, defeating Hillary Clinton, who, by the way, has emerged from the forest. <laughs> I, I don't know if I'll get to those sound bites today, but she um, she has emerged from the forest and is uh, commenting on political things. All, all I know is I hope she runs. I just really hope she runs again. <laughs> That'll be a gift. The gift that keeps on giving Hillary Rodham Clinton. Anyway. So uh, Sean Spicer yesterday is asked for the billionth time about Trump ties to Russia. Now, for those of you who have not been paying that close attention, let me just assure you, every Democrat, every Republican, anyone who's had an intelligence briefing from the intelligence agencies has been told the same thing. There is no evidence of collusion between Donald Trump's team and Russia. None. Zero. We're getting... The exact opposite uh, pings, if you will, from the intelligence community on whether or not Barack Obama illegally surveilled Donald Trump, illegally unmasked Trump uh, associate names to spread throughout the intelligence agencies in an effort to undermine the incoming administration. There, Devin Nunez is getting very close and liberals are getting very nervous but Sean Spicer is it loses it yesterday because it is the bazillionth time that some somebody in the press is trying to keep this narrative going. That Trump and Russia somehow colluded to steal the election from Hillary Clinton, even though we all know Hillary Clinton did that to herself. But liberals out of the press and liberals in the press are of the same mindset, folks. It's never left-wingers fault it's never liberals fault so that's the premise in which april ryan asked her question that well it could, couldn't be hillary it, it has to be that that trump and and uh and russia colluded and how are you going to change how are you going to change that perception and by the way might i point out that's the perception that april ryan and many of the folks in the basket of biased press have been trying to give that there was a there there even though, let me let me, give you another, let me give you another example here. For the last, for, for months now, the, this, the answer has been the same. No collusion between Trump team and Russia. No collusion. No hacking of the election. No, no, no changing of votes. There, there's no correlation there. The, the best they've got is that Russia tried to influence our elections, which is no big surprise because they've been doing that since the Soviet era. But the, the Democrats are just discovering this now, which should give you guys an indication of how trustworthy they are to actually run things in, in the government. If they're just discovering that Russia slash the Soviet Union has tried to disrupt our elections and, and other people's elections around the globe, they are woefully inept and incompetent. But at any rate, that's... You have wall to wall coverage and every single if it starts to die down, somebody like April Ryan will re re ask the question. Trump, Russia, Russia, Trump. Now, contrast that with when Donald Trump tweeted out that Barack Obama wiretapped him. James Comey comes out, definitively says that there was no, quote, wiretapping. And then they say, okay, it's over, done. Stop talking about it. We can't. When will the, when will uh, Mr. Trump apologize? When will the president apologize? We're, we're not. No, 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 no. We're not talking about it anymore. He said that. Uh, so uh, he he said it didn't wiretap. That's it. Well, no, it's not it because it's now coming out that surveillance was conducted. Surveillance was conducted, and possibly illegally so. Definitely illegally released to the pages of the New York Times, and and other left wing publications. But they don't want to talk about that. You see that you see the difference in the coverages? Both equally serious. As a matter of fact, I would say that it's more serious. No, I wouldn't say it's more serious. I'd say there's more evidence to show that there was a – because Obama had a history of violating the rule of law, of um, going beyond his authority. We know that he was, that the Supreme Court declared that Barack Obama had violated the Constitution of the United States with recess appointments. We know about his executive overreach. He defied legal orders from the bench. Barack, yeah, Barack Obama did this in his executive branch, defied court orders. So we know that Barack Obama had a habit of misusing government of weaponizing government. The Internal Revenue Service is another example. Now, you can't tell somebody like April Ryan this. April Ryan is a a Barack Obama fan. April Ryan is a biased liberal journalist. No, no, you're not a journalist when you're biased. A biased liberal reporter. Uh, She has no claim to being a journalist. Anyway, so Spicer loses it. But you keep... I've said it from the day that i got
2: here until whatever that, that there is no connection you've got russia if the president puts russian salad dressing on his salad tonight somehow that's a russian connection
1: <laughs> it's it was kind of funny so april ryan becomes the news story oh oh she was so she was so trodden upon by this mean Press secretary by the name of Sean Spicer. Oh, we got to get her on. So she goes on MSNBS yesterday. She was on CNN, the leader of the basket of bias today. And here's April Ryan with her. And how many of you had heard of April Ryan before yesterday? I mean, I knew of her, but she really wasn't well known to the rest of the country. Now she's, now she's getting her big 15 minutes because she asked a biased question. Of the press secretary. And here she is on the Brian Williams Network. Yeah, two and a half months in, there's a lot swirling about this administration. Well, wait, yeah, a lot swirling courtesy of you, April Ryan. It's still swirling because you continue to report as if the words no evidence of collusion were ever uttered. And not only were they not uttered, they were uttered several times by Republicans, Democrats, and those in the intelligence community. But you keep on going because you have it in for Donald Trump. Two and a half months in, I've been here for 20 years, since uh, 1997, the second term of Bill Clinton. We've never seen anything like this before. Yeah, I, I, I agree. We've never seen the press this far gone before April Ryan. You're absolutely right. We have never seen the press so committed to defeating a sitting administration. I, I, and I thought Bush was bad, you know. But no, what the, the, the press the press was, was downright fair compared to what they're doing to Donald Trump. And my question was simple. How do you change the perception problem, basically? Um, I don't know verbatim what I said, but that, that was the impetus and, and the crux of my question. Yeah, well, okay. How do you change the perception problem of Russia ties with Donald Trump? Well, it would help if people like you, April Ryan, would report the words, no evidence of collusion, and until there's something different... Get on to other stories that are happening right now that are germane to the coverage that's going on on Capitol Hill. But you can't do that, can you? Because that doesn't fit in with your editor's agenda. And Sean Spicer called you out on it yesterday. You have an agenda to prop up Democrats and to destroy Donald Trump. That's your agenda. And we know it. It's the, it's the worst kept secret. And, I, and frankly, I think the American people should be insulted that you try to pass yourself off as some sort of journalist. And it went off into this Russian dressing, no shaking my head or whatever. But the issue is the issue. Um, what's happening around here? We cover everything presidential. And you cannot ignore as a reporter that there are issues on Capitol Hill. Well, but, you, but you're doing just that, April Ryan. You're doing just that. You're ignoring... One of the biggest issues that is going on on Capitol Hill right now. You ignore it. As a matter of fact, you're trying to undercut it. The, the, the evidence now that's starting to come out that resident Barack Obama used and abused his position to surveil his political opposition in an election year. And then use that information to undermine, and, and it's turning out to be innocuous information, to undermine this new administration. That is a violation of the law. It is a violation of every code of conduct in in American politics and in government. But you you don't cover that, April Ryan. What do you mean you're paying attention to what's going on up on Capitol Hill? The only thing you pay attention to, April Ryan, and you're not alone, CNN, ABC, NBC, CBS, they all do the same thing. They focus on things that are negative to Donald Trump. And you protect what you believe is the the wonderful legacy of resident Barack Obama, and you are a sham, madam. You are a sham. Back in a minute, the Salcedo Show on the Blaze.
2: The next generation of talk radio.
1: The Chris Salcedo Show on the Blaze Radio Network.
0: The Chris Salcedo
1: Show. So well, look, I I'm picking on April Ryan, but it's 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 not just her. It's it's nearly the entire the, the, what passes for the press corps. Uh, and again, across the country. And I I have I've got to be honest with you folks, as, as somebody who came from news, I've never seen it this bad. Uh, the latest data I saw, and I think, by the way, we've got a guest coming up at the bottom of the hour from, uh, from the Daily Signal. She probably has updated numbers on this. But those who populate the nation's newsrooms are, and I've said it before, and, I, and, and this, is, this is me being somewhat creative, but it is also reflective of the truth that these people who populate the nation's newsrooms, they're not dedicated journalists by and large. By and large, they're dedicated Democrats. And that's how they tailor their news coverage. A case in point number two. Chucky Schumer was out the day before last calling for Devin Nunez to resign. And Mr. Nunez, of course, is discovering all of this information that April Ryan refuses to report on, that ABC, NBC, CBS and CNN by and large have, have passed over because it, it reflects negatively on one of their heroes, resident Barack Obama. And by the way, they did this throughout his entire occupation of the Oval Office as well. They didn't cover his clear violations of the Constitution. They didn't cover his clear violations of law. And it was frustrating as hell. Because, and again, some of them could be, uh, uh, some of their motivations could be boiled down to not wanting to be racist. So you you shall not speak ill of the first black Occupy or the Oval Office. Most of them are just dedicated leftists. So here's Chucky Schumer uh, lying to the American people as he as he tends to do about what Devin Nunez and his committee are there to do. His actions look like those of someone who is interested in protecting the president and his party and that doesn't work when the goal of the
0: committee is to investigate Russia and its connection to the president and his campaign.
1: No, that, and that's just patently false and absurd. That is not the House Intelligence Committee's only function, uh, Senator Chucky. As a matter of fact, they can investigate several things at the same time. And that right now, not only are they are, are trying to... to clearly investigate what's going on with russia one line of investigation they're also checking on the shenanigans of your occupier of the oval office President obama and what he did to trump you know it's I, i i don't there's more evidence out there as i said against obama than there is trump but let's just say for argument's sake it is possible that there was collusion between somebody in the trump campaign and russia and also that Barack Obama violated the rule of law and abused his office. Both could be true. Now, I don't believe for one second that there was anyone on Team Trump colluding with Russia. And what what could they have done? Russia, uh, uh, do, do, uh, work on our behalf, will you please? They were already doing it. They were already targeting Hillary. They thought she was going to win. They were already trying to undermine Her her occupation of the Oval Office. Now, you can't explain this to partisans inside of the press that there are two tracks here. One, trying to get to the bottom if there was any collusion between the the, uh, Trump campaign and Russia. The other, the possible illegality of President Obama and his administration and abuse of power again from his administration. So Alison Camerota at CNN had to be educated by Trey Gowdy because she couldn't wrap her head. She's, she, she, listens to, she has her head up Chucky e. Schumer's rear end, believing everything that Chucky e. Schumer says. The only reason that Devin Nunez and his committee exists is to investigate Trump. No other reason, which is absurd. And she, but she can't, oh, and, and the folks over at CNN don't have the brain power to say, hey, wait a minute, maybe that uh, committee exists to do other things. Oh,
2: and it does. Well, sure. And so, what is the, I mean, that's what you're trying to get to the bottom of, right? Is what are the connections? Are there these ties between the Trump campaign, the Trump team, and Russia? So, how are you to, getting to the to- bottom of that?
0: two separate lines of inquiry uh... devin what devin went to the white house about has nothing to do with russia so put that in a separate track i was ready yesterday to start interviewing witnesses all of them i want to sit down with adam schiff and say Adam, give me your list of witnesses let's do it together let's interview them together we're both former federal prosecutors let's find the facts and the truth Together, give me your witness list, I'll give you mine. Let's start doing it in the forum that is most conducive with gathering the most amount of information. But Allison, the trip to the White House that Devin took had nothing to do with Russia. So so let's don't conflate the trip with the investigation.
1: And I wonder if that was enough to have the light bulb go on in Allison Camerata's head. And maybe it was a wake-up call to the folks over at CNN that there, there's separate things going on here. I wouldn't hold your breath. Daily Signal, up next. 888-900-3393.
0: The Chris Salcedo Show.
1: On the Blaze Radio Network.
0: Chris Salcedo is on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: Welcome back, everybody. Let's further explore this idea of media bias. Let's go to Katrina Trinko. She is managing editor of the Daily Signal and a member of the USA Today's Board of Contributors. Katrina, welcome to the Chris Salcedo Show.
2: Thanks for having me.
1: There, if I've had a dollar for every time I have been told this that there is no such thing as a biased press, I wouldn't be on the air today. I'd be on the beach in Tahiti. So, but <laughs> but you have written a piece, uh, and and you guys do great work over there at the Daily Signal. Might I add, you've you've done a piece that says the myth of an unbiased mainstream media. Tell us what you've discovered.
2: I'm sorry, a lot of the numbers. Um, if you look at contributions to candidates last year through August, 96% of donations from journalists went to Hillary Clinton. That, I mean, that's an insane number. Another one that's equally crazy is that 7% of journalists identify as Republican while 28% identify as Democrat. You know, I think this is a case where the data really, it speaks to the reality. This is a liberal media bubble. And
1: see how they are choosing to cover the various issues of the day, whether it be, as I just mentioned, uh, the gun debate here in the state of Texas, or uh, if you look on the national level, there are two major stories on the national level of of intelligence. One is uh, this this alleged collaboration between Trump campaign officials and Russia. The other one is Mr. Obama potentially illegally surveilling his political opposition and and misusing the the tools of government one gets the dominant coverage the other one is absolutely ignored
2: right and so often that's what we are seeing right now you know i mean i think obama of course famously said for the end of his presidency that it had been scandal free which is just ridiculous (laughs) and yet if you had mainly followed the mainstream media that might have been the impression you got um you know what happened to skepticism on both sides
1: well, that, that That is gone. And I, I have this expression here. I'm almost tempted to make it a Salcedo show axiom that those who populate the vast majority of those who populate the press, they are not dedicated journalists. They're dedicated Democrats. And of course, I'm talking I'm talking on the national level. I think the stats you've just cited backs me up. Yes.
2: Yes, I think, um, you know, I think many of them intend to be objective journalists. I think the problem is if you get caught in a bubble, you literally don't realize the assumptions you're making no one is ever pointing out you know the scandals in the obama administration to you vice versa it doesn't occur to you um you know i think one of the most famous trump things that happened a couple months ago was when he brought up the issue of migrants and violence in sweden and it seemed like the entire mainstream media on twitter was having a good chuckle and then it turned out that oh he was talking about a segment on fox news there have been some problems with violence and migrants in sweden and maybe if anyone had thought oh you know, he might know what he's talking about and looked into it. They would have discovered that instead of just approaching it with a, you know, haha mindset.
1: Yeah. And you know what? I think you've just put your finger on a problem. Katrina Trinko, everybody, is managing editor of The Daily Signal and a member of the USA Today's board of contributors that the, these people who are dedicated Democrats, not dedicated journalists, they... They report things based on a on a Democrat slash liberal extremist agenda. So if there is a news story, for example, that puts radicalized Islamic fundamentalist terrorists in a negative light, they either ignore it or it's not in their in their bubble. If you get a horrific rape of a 14 year old girl by by two illegal immigrants who shouldn't have been in this country. Uh, up in up in Rockville, Maryland, you've got CNN, ABC, NBC, and CBS who ignore it because they don't want to disparage illegal immigrants. Because they, as good Democrats, not as good journalists, but as good Democrats, have been instructed that there is nothing wrong with the illegal immigration into the United States, and that tailors their coverage. Yes,
2: I, yeah, I think you know one of the most amazing things about being a reporter is you start to realize. How hard it sometimes is to decide what's news, because you know there's so many stories that happen every single day, and I think as you're saying, this is exactly where the slant often comes in. You know, it does seem that like certain stories with um, uncomfortable narratives, um, such as you know crimes committed by illegal immigrants, get very little play compared to the amount of stories we've had about illegal immigrants in this country who, you know, are scared of being deported and um, you know just want a good life here. It seems like there's a huge in those stories. I think a few years ago, um, there was all the uproar over um, the Philadelphia abortionist who um, had, I believe his actions resulted in the death of a woman, not to mention the grotesque actions towards babies, um, Kermit Gosnell. And famously, someone who was then at the Washington Post, you know, referred to this as being a local news story. <laughs> and, you know, I think again and again, you see that, that they they do approach things in, in um an in ideological light, and it affects what they cover, not just how they cover. i have forgotten about that. And
1: you know what? I-, I wish I had remembered that that Washington Post commentary on Kermit Gosnell, because just two days ago, uh, Brian Stetler of CNN said about the Rockville, Maryland case, oh, it was a local story. That's why we didn't cover it. It was it was that's why. And so this is an excuse they use to institutionalize liberal bias in their reporting. Maybe it's how they justify it to themselves. I'm not sure what their psychosis is. Or some of them, dare I say, maybe have a a left wing agenda like we saw from April Ryan yesterday in the White House press briefing to the exasperation of Sean Spicer saying, man alive, when are you guys going to get it? report the fact that every single time that this story comes up, there is no evidence of collusion between Trump and Russia.
2: Right. I think it, yes. And, of course, when it comes to local news stories, it's telling what gets covered and what doesn't. I mean, just yesterday, you know, I was reading an article about um, a child in Texas who identifies as transgender. And, of course, it's become a national news story, what bathroom this child should use. And so it it seems like there's a very selective criteria for what's local news and what is local news that shows something about our national debate.
1: That's another fantastic point you bring out. Katrina Trinko, managing editor of the Daily Signal folks. Folks, you just brought up what many would consider a local story of a local transgender in Texas that blew up into a national story. Meanwhile, you've got illegal immigration, which is a failure of the federal government. By definition, a national story because the federal government has exclusive jurisdiction over illegal immigration. You've got this four-time deportee up in Hempstead, New York, who did that. Uh, atrocity on a two-year-old little girl sexually assaulted the two-year-old and stabbed a couple of women you got as i mentioned uh rockville maryland and all of a sudden oh no those are local stories even though there is a definitive national peg as it pertains to federal immigration policy i don't know how these people in the press have that kind of leg to stand on
2: i yes i agree yes i think these cases should be covered and yes obviously they relate to federal enforcement um you know, I believe in the case of Rockville, one of the suspects, um, I think originally had a court date in January and then it was pushed back to December. And it's sort of something like, oh, so you can just stay in the country illegally essentially for 11 months. Okay, Um, that's yeah, that's an interesting federal issue.
1: Yeah, exactly. And if you're a judge out there on the left coast, you actually let the illegal immigrant go through one of your chamber doors. Uh, Katrina Trinko, she is a managing editor for The Daily Signal, member of USA Today's Board of Contributors. Lady, appreciate the time here on The Chris Salcedo Show.
2: Great to be on. Triple
1: eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three eight 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 nine zero zero three three nine three. When we get back, uh, further evidence of just how anti-Trump the basket of bias press is happening just today, and you're going to hear one of these individuals from the Brian Williams network just exasperated that she couldn't continue her conversation with one of her favorite lawmakers, a left winger, and uh, had to go tr- had to go cover the. Uh, the Trump White House back in a minute the Salcedo Show here on The Blaze
0: keep up with the Chris Salcedo Show on Facebook and on Twitter at Chris Salcedo TX just another way to stay in touch with Chris on The Blaze Radio Network
1: Did we talk about this story yet? Uh, before we get to uh, the press, this is kind of a, uh, this isn't getting much coverage. Ellie, you you being of the female persuasion, I think that you might, you might have at least a perspective on this that maybe I'm not seeing. You know how Mrs. Clinton, after, uh, after various cheating episodes from Bill Clinton on her, by the way, the cheating is still going on according to to documents of the Secret Service, there is the uh, Energizer. Th- th- they nicknamed her the Energizer Bunny, this blonde bombshell that visits the former president while Hillary Clinton's away. <laughs> uh, anyway, she stayed with Bill, and many feminists uh, who were were called out as being, shall we say, hypocrites, because she was doing it for po- for politics' sake. We all knew it, but also it was. Uh, th- 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 these feminists who would talk 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 to us about female power said, "Oh, she was she was standing by her man." Re- remember this? And if if you're cheated on as a woman, Ali, do you, do you stay with a guy? I mean, I- I- even if you're married, do you stay with a guy? No, or or do you bail? I bail. You bail. Okay. Now, there's a story that got very little coverage. New York Post is out there reporting it that that. Uh, Uma Weiner, Uma Aberdeen Weiner. Now, she is Hillary Clinton's right-hand lady. (laughs) Some say she's both of her hands. Uh, I'm not going to get into that. But at any rate, Uma Aberdeen Weiner is getting back together with her deviant husband, Anthony Weiner. Now, Anthony Weiner, for all of you you guys who don't remember this guy, what he did, and Ellie, you probably are not familiar with what Anthony Weiner did. He used to be a congressman, and he had this habit of texting his junk to other people. It was all underwear-clad. Don't don't. I mean, it wasn't that pornographic, but it was perfect. Strangers were getting uh, tweets and text messages from Anthony Weiner <laughs> of of his junk. Okay, so and he. he They had a problem with it. They went to counseling and everything was supposed to be over. Then Hillary Clinton runs for for president and he does it again. And this time, his child is pictured in one of the tweets that he's sending to a woman he didn't even know. Okay? So, Uma Abedin breaks it off with Anthony Weiner during the campaign. And now we come to find out according to reporting coming out of the New York post that it was a sham breakup that they, they only broke up because Hillary Clinton's campaign thought it was bad imagery. It was bad optics. So the woman, don't you find that a little ironic? The woman who stayed with Bill Clinton after numerous sexual dalliances with other women, Because, and she was lauded for standing by her man, and the feminists betrayed everything they've been trying to ram down our throats. And again, this is another example, folks, of just, uh, this is what liberals do. This whole feminist movement was just another disguise for advancing liberalism. Because, you see, all of the attributes they say they stood for, (laughs) they went by the wayside when they needed to exonerate Hillary Clinton. Because they just wanted a Democrat, that's all they just wanted a left winger. They wanted somebody in there to advance the liberalism cause, not the the alleged cause of feminism because they abandoned their so-called ideals at the drop of a hat. So, but but I guess the broader point is here, isn't this a bit of hypocrisy that the the Hillary Clinton campaign bought pressure on Uma Abedin who apparently was not uh, predisposed to abandoning this deviant named Anthony Weiner. A democrat Congressman who can't stop texting message of his private parts to to perfect strangers. I mean, if, if this is what Uma's into, let Uma be into it, so to speak. Uh, one of uh, one of the greatest sycophants for Hillary Clinton in the basket of biased press is Andrea Mitchell over at uh, the Brian Williams Network. And Andrea Mitchell was talking with uh, the vice presidential candidate in the last election. Senator Tim Kaine. And they started talking, and then all of a sudden the, the press briefing got underway today.
2: And this is how it went. Chuck Schumer and a call from the President to start working with Democrats Oh, Senator, I apologize to you. We have to go to the White House now. <laughs> oh, damn it, we got, we got
1: to go to the White House now. I got to oh my gosh, the Trump. You, you hear the exasperation in her voice. I mean, listen to this. She she wants to sit there and talk with somebody with whom she's ideologically, you know, in tune with. And then all of a sudden, duty calls. They have to go cover this this White House, and you
2: could hear the disgust in her voice. Chuck Schumer and a call from the president to start working with Democrats. Oh, Senator, I apologize to you. We have to go to the White House now. Oh, we have to. Oh. Okay we have to uh
1: oh this this continued listen all Force right that's the like story of my life, andrea
2: <laughs> no not the story of your life it's the story of my life center you have far more important things to do we hope to talk to you on the other side
1: look forward to it thanks far more important things to do than to watch what's going on at the white house would andrea mitchell have said there hey you know what there are far more important things for you to do mr kane than uh watch what's going on in the white house had barack obama been in the white house I mean that I mean they don't even bother to cloak their bias anymore. They don't even bother to, to hide their disdain for Donald Trump in his White House. Oh no, no, it's not it's not it's not the story of your life, it's a story of mine. The drudgery of covering this White House. Like That's the story of my wife, up. Andrea.
2: No, <laughs> not the story of your life. It's the story of my life, Senator. You have far more important things to do. We hope to talk to you on the other side.
1: Look forward to it. Thanks. Sorry. Oh my god. Gosh. This is this is the status of the basket of biased press folks. And again, I they they're not even they don't even bother to show any centrism. They don't bother to show any journalistic ethics. I mean, Andrea Mitchell's been around forever. I guess she's well packed uh, practiced at being a left-wing extremist masquerading as a journalist. Back in a minute, hour 2 of the Salcedo show comes your way next right here on the Blaze.
0: You're listening to The Chris Salcedo Show. Part of Generation Blaze on the Blaze Radio Network.